This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster and William Martin. Now, on to the show. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing conversation amongst three lifelong wackos that may contain adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show never ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman. We're building stadiums over here. And this is episode 282, Tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's build some stadiums. We're bringing back the polo grounds, baby. Yep. This can be so unfancy. Absolutely. Completely right. made out of wood. <laughs> All right. So here, quick, quick question. Polo grounds versus the... Old old Yankee Stadium. I mean, before before the '80s renovation. Which one would make the better soccer stadium? I, I guess it's still the Polo Grounds for oh, its yeah. seven thousand foot center field. Yeah, exactly. You guys don't want a monument behind? No, <laughs> oh, that's oh, yeah. that's no. Has to be in the goal. I want the monument like, <laughs> in the net. That's true. If we can get the monument monuments on the field like they were back in the day, you, you yeah, get it. If, if you hit, if you hit the no, it's got to be on the goal line, right? So if you hit it, or just behind the goal line, so if you hit it, you get a bonus goal. <laughs> you just start pinging off, pinging off the uh, monuments. <laughs> My God, the things that used to be allowed in sports, <laughs> stupid. Allowed in baseball, yeah, because baseball still allows that. Yeah, we're just gonna have a monument in the middle of center field. All right, hey guys, I mean, we're, gonna, we're gonna build a new stadium. Can we just put a hill up there with flags? Sure, Houston. Can we make the make out a center field like five hundred feet long? Yeah, sure, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All right, so uh, Red Bulls travel down to DC to play. A, a, coincidentally, another new stadium, but this one not as good as the ones we've talked about so far. Yeah, uh, three three draw for the New York Red Bulls. Uh, went down a goal three times, and Bradley Ray Phillips bailed the team out three times. <laughs> For this is was this his first hat trick of the year? I'm not sure. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Okay. First hat trick of the year. Uh, before we get on with our stuff, uh, Truman, you want to read out the tweets? Yeah. So uh, Taxi, aka Steven Santos, said BWP is a scoring machine. Hopefully, he can do it in the playoffs this year. <laughs> maybe, maybe sometime. Uh, Casey Jones at Grateful Shred twenty three. Shout out to BWP, the scum assassin, for his performance, although his post-game interview said it all. No disrespect to Robles. I th- still think he's our guy, but since the injury, has he not been as sharp? Another away point from a match that could have easily been lost in past years. And then finally, uh, Ed Ritter, at E, Ed Ritter, 60, says, What happened to our vaunted back four? Too much space on the Rooney goal, and Mario and Long let Acosta walk in on his. Also, I love Brad, but he can't score every goal. His attitude at the end was the best. Unhappy with the point after he scores a hat trick. So I'm just going to go right into the dislike then because I got a 
That that kind of perfect. Yes, yes, yes. Me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Saying that it's good, we got a point out. This game is complete and utter fucking bullshit. Because we never should have given three goals to that team, especially the way we did. Right, Phil. Uh, not right. Robles was left by himself by a defense that was in the fucking box in the last goal, and we got beat twice before that. Like for with, I mean. Granted, one of the shots wasn't exactly easy, but we didn't put any pressure on anybody in that game. That loss is purely on the defense for not doing their fucking jobs. Well, oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I want to I'm going to throw my dislike out right now because that Acosta goal was a fucking crime against nature. That was horrible, horrible. That wasn't. That, I mean, that was worse than ball watching. You were player watching, watching him go right in. And stand right in front of Robles and score. There's zero excuses for a goal like that. Yeah. That was by far, I think, the worst goal they allowed in that game. And it's not. And Robles, come on. I mean, I get it. You bail us out a shit ton of times, but it's a point blank save. Like, he don't could, go down. I, I know he has to make a choice and go down or not, but he could have made himself bigger. He could have, you know, come closer. Uh, but I mean, that was just. A, he was cutting the angle off. That's why I didn't come out. That's lo- logically it makes sense why he did what he did. It's just, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah that one goal. I forget if this is the one we're talking about. The one where uh, Aaron Long for inexplicably just backed off. That too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that that was brutal. Uh, I mean, I guess my big dislike again piles on defense. This is the second straight game they've given up three goals, and that that is worrisome. I mean, you know, you hope it's just aberration, but when it's two games in a row, that starts to get scary. Um, you know, and it, it, it's the defense has been playing very well uh, for the majority of the season. Uh, now would be the worst possible time for it to become unglued. Um, so that, that's my big dislike is you cross your fingers and hope that this is just a, just aberration, just out of left field and not, not a trim. And I, you know, the first game they allowed three goals, you could have excuses, right? Mm-hmm. They played all these games, what, five and 15, whatever it was, a, a mm-hmm. bunch of games. You can see a team being very tired. Mm-hmm. What did we talk about last week, right? Yeah. Full weeks off. They had the off week, uh, team coming in fresh, mm-hmm. and they still gave up three goals. Yep. And, and again, uh, DC did not tear them apart offensively. It was just, again, I, I go back to that third goal is just, I mean, it's worse than falling asleep. Yeah. They watched guys just watched him come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The Rooney goal too. Like you, you were not close to him. I have fantastic play on his part for sure. I mean, give Rooney credit for that goal. It's a very nice goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you weren't really on him either. It, it, yeah, it's tough. And I mean, it, let's, we'll get to the likes too, because I think the Red Bulls played the opposite of that was, uh, definitely creating goals. Mm-hmm. I, let me just throw this last thing in there. If it feels like they weren't playing high pressure this game. Well, I feel like they haven't been doing that since Marsh left. Okay. Let me phrase it. It was more obvious this game they weren't playing high pressure because. How much time was spent in the Red Bulls' defensive half or third of the field? Right. Usually, I'm I'm complete I'm complete guess right or estimate here, but 
I'm going to say what roughly 25, maybe 30 percent of the time is in the Red Bulls uh, defensive third. Normally, I feel like this game was clearly like 70 percent in their their third of the field. And and again, uh, the goals that didn't go in for DC, they were great chances off the bar twice. Yeah, uh, we were- I think the one that went off the the left bar would have probably gone out. It was more going out than going in. Uh, the one, but the one off the still, cross, you mean? Yeah, uh, the, yeah, and the one off the crossbar. I, I again, I think everyone kind of fell asleep there. That was if that if that was another inch or two down, it's probably in. Mm-hmm. But that was really just players falling asleep. Well, even the one that hit the post was the reason that even happened was because players fell asleep. You, yeah. I had a free header on the back on a corner kick. Mm-hmm. Well, the set set play defense is, is getting a little shaky for this team. Yeah, Taylor Trauma kept a little, talking little about shaky. the zonal yeah. marking and the, the effect it's having. Yeah. I I feel like what's the right way to phrase this? I feel like we're not being physical enough anymore. And that's that's why we're getting the, like these results. Now granted, we grinded out wins. But the Red Bulls, when they really applied the high press, have been a physical team. And I feel like we're not putting that physical presence in to basically put fear in the other team of, hey, you get close to us, you're going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And I which think is, that's part of the problem. Which is something that uh, worked for teams playing the Red Bulls in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. That other teams got physical with them and took their game away from them. Mm-hmm. But it seems like this year it was the reverse. Like the Red Bulls, when they got physical... It was like, it's almost, it's almost like an awakening. Oh, hey, we can play the high pressure like we want to and be physical and get away with it. So let's just go out with it. And it's almost like since Armist has come in and wanted to make this a little more possession-based that we've lost a little bit of that edge. And that, I think, is part of the reason we're, we are where we are the last two games. Yeah. Well, we'll get we'll get a little bit more into that a little in the, in the uh, afterthoughts. <laughs> okay. Uh, likes of this game... Uh, Pat, you can go first since you didn't really speak much for this. Like, because we kind of bogarted the conversation. What, so what we, else? What else is there to like? Bradley Wood Phillips. <laughs> Bradley Wood Phillips bailed us out uh, three times. Um, you know, a number of spectacular goals there. Uh, you know, the, the, as shitty as it felt, you get a draw knowing that it was such a horrible defensive display. Um, you know, DC fans hated it more. Blowing a game late. Uh, 100% on that one. You know? That yeah. had to just infuriate them because they got the uh, the go-ahead goal in the 86. It was late. Minute, yeah, 87? it was late, whatever it was. Yeah. It was late. Um, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to jump on right with you. BWP, uh, the bicycle kick goal. Uh, that third goal was, oh my God. Mm-hmm. It, it was fantastic. Uh, he could have had a goal of the week, but uh, Zlatan, you know, destroyed that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and even if that wasn't there, fan voting would not have allowed it anyway. No, no. What's really funny, too, is that uh, I still voted for BWP's goal, even though Zlatan was going to win that by a mile. I think it was had like 67% of the votes. Yeah, it's kind of um, like I, I voted Zlatan to be FIFA cover athlete, and like Joseph Martinez has 77%. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and again, yeah, ripping the hearts out of DC fans is great. And really, what's the last thing 
image of the game will be the Red Bull fans down there celebrating and going undefeated against DC. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Two uh, two wins and a draw. Yep. Not a bad season. Nope. So I'm trying to look it up. So I I saw somebody say that Robles had an assist technically, but it's not apparently the case. But anyway, so my like is going to go to a guy who didn't technically register on the stat sheet, but put in a very good shift, Kaku. Because that last goal doesn't get created if he doesn't have that pass from you from a wheel. Right. As much as he's not getting assists and whatever, like he is still the guy that's kind of making this offense go. And without him, I don't know if we'd be at least, you know, competitive in some of these games. No, I, uh, yeah, for sure. Dude is still playing his ass off. Yep. All right, afterthoughts? All right, I'll go real quick because uh, I have a feeling Pat's going to get uh, ranty. Yes, he is. I know uh, I predicted a draw in this game. I got a draw, so I can't get too mad. I, I can't. I think, again, a road result is wonderful. Uh, the bad part being is that Atlanta uh, <laughs> came from behind last night as Jay was talking about how they were up 2 nothing as we're all going to bed. <laughs> in fairness, I saw it because RBNY Twitter saw it. So right, um, and then I wake up to see they totally blew it and gave up a the game winner when like stoppage time. Very yeah. upsetting. But uh, aside from that, again, I, I mean, I do think this was a, a good. It wasn't a terrible sort. I thought it was a good result. Uh, aside from giving up the three goals, um, I, I would. I don't know. I'll take the road point. I'll take going unbeaten against DC. Uh, I'll take. Uh, dashing their chances in the playoffs, you know, getting to the playoffs, all that kind of stuff. There's, there's like a lot to like about this result. Yeah. So I think first I'll start off with uh, explaining my sick burn that I had on the Twitter that not many people, many people seem to get. Now, Pat, we can't start talking about the Giants again. Oh, you're it's, talking about the Red Bulls. <laughs> yeah. That was also another sick burn, my Giants tweets. But, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, see, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's not many Red Bull fans out there are history nerds like me. But uh, the D.C. fans like to wave flags that are uh, black, white, and red, I believe, which is the same uh, color of the German Empire that we faced off against in the Great War. Mm. And... Uh, so I put a picture out of Kaiser Wilhelm in a uh, DC jersey, and nobody really, nobody really <laughs> sees on it. So that's so uh, that's your history le- lesson, folks. If you see me making a comparison of DC colors and the German Empire, there you go. It's uh, they used to have a our bla- uh, black and red instead of black and I guess orange is what it is now. Mm-hmm. So and the German flag. All right, that's it. All right, so <laughs> next, so I want to ask you guys a question. How do you win soccer games? Scoring goals, obviously. Okay, cool. All right. And when you're on defense, what do you want to do? I'm going to guess the opposite of scoring goals. Yeah, right. You want to keep close off, right? Okay. That's what I thought. You know, I generally thought that is how you win soccer games. Uh, apparently, according to some people on uh, Twitter, that is not how you win soccer games. How you win soccer games is completely irrelevant statistics about uh, how this team is passing better under Chris Armas or something like that. Now, never mind you. Yeah, it's like, never mind you. Okay, they're passing better. Fantastic. You want to hear some hard stats? Under Jesse Marsh, the Red Bull scored 1.875 goals per game. 
they gave up .875 goals per game. Under Chris Armas, the team scored 1.46 goals per game. They've given up 1.23. Who do you think has done a better job coaching the team this year? It has nothing to do with improved passing statistics. It's the way to win soccer is you score more goals than the other team. It's that fucking simple. It doesn't matter if you keep more possession. It doesn't matter if you make more runs or whatever. If you put more goals in the back end of the net than the other team. That's how all sports works, except golf. Golf's the other one you want the lower score. But, I mean, God, there are people out there who just hated Jesse Marsh for whatever reason. Uh, he was terrible in the playoffs. Look, that's the most – that's an absolute uh, uh, accurate criticism of the man. But it's absolutely uh, – you know, it's a crazy, crazy thing. Like people are saying, you know, that Armas is leaps and bounds better than Jesse Marsh. Like, I'm sorry. I've been watching this team. They're not better. They have taken a step back. I'm hoping one of these days this new possession-oriented style clicks, but it hasn't. It hasn't, all right? I, I think Jay brought it up a little bit earlier. The high press was not employed against D.C., and, uh, I mean, I, again, I don't think really has been much ever since Justin Marsh left, but I think that team style of defending that the high press employed, it was, not, it was as much a defensive style as it was an offensive style, and that was what the team was built for, and we changed it midseason. Now, look, much like I said, Jesse Marsh is the most appropriate and accurate criticism is when it came to the big game, he blew it. I mean, BWP is a withdrawn striker against Shivas, anybody? I mean, there you go. <laughs> um, so my fingers crossed, Chris Harmus is the anti-Marsh, where regular season is and then in the playoffs, he just turns on a master stroke. I mean, I'm, come on, people. Like, don't come at me with random statistics that – Armis is a better coach when they have nothing to do with the scores of the game, which have been significantly worse, uh, statistically proved by goals for and goals against, uh, than under Jesse Marsh, okay? So that's my rant. Let me just throw this at you. Until a coach of this team gets the Red Bulls to the cup final, they're all the same. Mm. They're all the same. They all, they all blow in the playoffs because they've all blown in the playoffs. Sadly, the only guy that didn't, although we didn't win the final, I don't even want to say his name. <laughs> we all know who we're talking about. Uh, he's, he's, you might say he's the best coach they've had so far, right? He got him to a final. Mm. Sure. The team, uh, I don't even know, call it imploded the next year. I don't even know what happened in 2009, but. They're all going to be the same coach until one of them gets to them to a final. Pure and simple. Jesse's strategy, Pecky's strategy. It, it, it does none of these guys. It does not matter. It does not matter until I see a team in the final. They'll just all be the same guy. All right. I'm going to add on to what Pat was saying. So I think generally that the Red Bulls are playing the same quote style as RB Leipzig and Salzburg and whoever else. They're not playing the same system. And I say that because each coach is different. It doesn't matter if Ralph Ragnick says do things this way. Jesse Marsh is going to put a spin on it. Armis is going to put a spin on it. So we are not the same as Leipzig. We are not the same as Salzburg. We're not the same as Brazil. We're not the same as whoever. It doesn't matter. 
ultimately, all that matters, like Pat said, is the results. We have been worse offensively under Armis, and we've been worse defensively under Armis. And that is a clear-cut fact that cannot be argued by anybody. And to tell me that we're playing better, that we're still playing in the system, it doesn't matter unless the results show on the field. Well, uh, I and I, I know to just temper things a little bit, they're still in second place. They're no, still in second. They're, they're still in second place, I will say that. But but I'm gonna couch that. Part of it is the NYC FC's form has dropped. I'm not saying no no, I'm not saying they haven't earned it. I'm saying the NYC has dropped. They're now seven points behind us. Pat, I like how Jay sees my eye rolling as I'm not talking about him, but watching this. Yeah, I had a feeling it was television. As seconds behind, as <laughs> I am watching a total legal stream here. So plus, I'm plus I'm re- looking at the agenda. So I mean, I was seeing <laughs> Anyway, point is, as much as the Red Bulls have earned second place, part of the reason they're there is also because of circumstances elsewhere in the league. So, if Armas wants to prove his worth, this is how he does it. He wins the shield, he gets us to a final, and he wins a cup. Now, that's a lot to ask, especially for a coach coming in midseason, but this team was built to win now. Right. The team wasn't built to win two years down the road. It was built for 2018. Again, again, if Armas uh, gets us to the final, we win a cup, we're putting his statue right behind Kaku's. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. at that point, yes. I mean, to, to which I'll say to my critics who who don't like, well, I admit most people don't like me on the Twitter. <laughs> it's because up to it because they also don't really want to admit that I'm right. <laughs> um, so, but to, to all the people who disagree and don't like me, um, I hope you're right. I do. I don't think you are. You know, I don't like my pessimism that's come down in the past two or three years, uh, but. Welcome to the world of rooting for this team. Welcome. Well, this I, is what when happens. I, when I started uh, following them, they actually spent money. And then they decided to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Again, I know we're yelling at them, but they're still in second place, and they're second in points of the supporter shield. Yeah. Just well, saying. You know, just I, saying. I, I gotta, listen, I got to balance yeah. this out a little, a little bit. I got to keep it balanced. Yeah. I mean, well, the, the plus is there. I mean, I think like Jay said, I mean – NYCUC is going through the exact same thing with a coach uh, losing a coach midseason. And then, fortunately, the rest of the East is, eh, you know, it's just the top three, and that's it. Right. And yeah. and look at what's happening to NYCFC with the new coach. And honestly, look what's happening to us because, I mean, way better results mm. than what well, they're having. Well, part of that also they got some is issues Armist. going on. Armist was an assistant coach. They brought in a new coach. There's, Correct. There's, there is a difference there. Correct. You already yes. had a guy that was with the team. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't as um, wasn't as uh, what, what do you call it? I guess uh, shocking or dramatic of a change, right? There you go. Yeah, and we're also not relying on on soccer version of old David Villa, right? Uh, uh, not, Villa. not that he's not a good player, but you know, in, in soccer years, he's. He's almost ready to be put to pasture. So. Well, so is BWP, and the man just got a goddamn hat trick. Zlatan's thirty-seven. You know, can we can we go back in this show again when we talked about how uh, 
BWP hadn't scored a lot of goals recently, and we said, oh, he might show yeah. his age, and he just goes out and scores three goals. Right. And know, three, three should, the angriest I'm goals I'm going to do it at the end of the episode. At the end of the episode, I'm just going to call him old again. You know, <laughs> hopefully just keep working. That third goal, by the way, he was so angry. I loved it. That was a oh, Thierry yeah. Henry angry goal. Yeah. Well, before you know, he's going to start speaking in a French, like a smug French accent. And start leading in the I don't, I don't blame him. He had to bail us out again. Yep. All right. Uh, prediction standings. Truman got a point. He's still in first place. That's all that really matters. Um, Belt staying right over there, my friends. Right there. Belt. Yeah, right at this point, probably. <laughs> we we can still technically catch him, but it's gonna be tough. Because you, Pat, you all you can you can get to thirty two. I can get to thirty three. So Ooh. we'll see. Uh, standings. Watch. Red Bulls drop to second in the East after Atlanta picks up uh, two wins. Uh, one over the weekend and one uh, last night at San Jose. Uh, oh, San Jose. So, so right now, four points up on us. Uh, we're even in games <sighs> played, and NYC is now seven back of us, and they're also even in games played. So, on the bright side, there's only what, like five, six games left? Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, you know, a lot of people kind of predicted this because. Atlanta had the clear, easier schedule going into the stretch, and then I mean they're kind of proving it. Yeah, I actually looked earlier today. Uh, Atlanta and you, we both have five games left, and we both have three home games and two away games. And the, the crucial one is them away to us yes. on the thirtieth, I think it is, which will be next week's episode. And uh, seems to be a hot ticket. I mean, in, in, in the supporters' universe. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Actually see people showing up again would be fantastic. I mean, if results... I mean, I assume Atlanta clearly plays this weekend against... Uh, here, hold on. I'll check real quick. See who they play this weekend. Oh, they play Real Salt Lake at home. Uh, so that's a win, right? I mean... I don't know. Pecky's there. Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. He can make it mad, right? Come on, Mike. If if Salt Lake can get a result out of there and then you go into the 30th, then that place better be packed. If you're you're down a point going into that game, that is huge. Yeah, that place better be a damn madhouse. Betty. There's. All right. um, So. Coming up this week, uh, the Red Bulls will host uh, Toronto FC. Game is Saturday the 22nd at 5 p.m. Eastern time. It will be broadcast on MSG proper. Uh, Toronto is coming in with a record of 8, 14, and 6. Uh, fucking terrible. They are. Uh, 2, 8, and 4 on the road. And they are coming back from a – they played in Mexico, right, midweek? No, no. Uh, and – and, and since we're talking about Toronto, Jay, I'm going to just bring it up right now. I'm going to bring up the Cup. I'm going to bring up the terrible team of the week. Uh, I wanted to hand it to so- Ho- San Jose because they also got their manager fired. Um, but I have to give it to Toronto for embarrassing themselves on home field. Oh, last night. Yeah, that's even worse. In the super duper confederation. The Campeones Cup. Jumbo. It's not even, it's not even, no, it's not even confederation. It's just, oh, I, I don't even care what it is. It's dumb. Uh, but anyway, they they thoroughly embarrassed themselves at home 
on ESPN2 where they told DC, hey, you're not even allowed to like stream your friendly game live because everyone has to watch this. Uh, pushing MLS games till freaking 1130 at night, you know, uh, for this pile of trash. So I'm just, I'm throwing it down right now. You suck. Now we can talk about the game. Yeah, I watched 60 minutes of that game. That was enough. You watched, watched way too I watched, much. I watched zero. That was enough. <laughs> they own gold themselves. So, did they really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Right after, right after they gave up the second, maybe I don't know. Two minutes later, they gave up an own goal. I mean, you know, the normally loyal Toronto fans didn't even see fit to show up. So it's kind of like the the supporters came out and drove. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. But yeah. There was like what fourteen thousand seats sold, something like that. Yeah, I mean, it looked pretty. Yeah. It looked like a Red Bull game. That's how empty it was. <laughs> uh, so I look up TFC Stadium, and of course, I get TFC Bank. I don't know how to search. Uh, anyway, uh, Toronto thirty points on the year, tenth in the East. Last five in MLS: a draw, a win, two losses, and a win. So mixed bag coming into this game. Truman, you're up first. What do you think is going to happen on Saturday? Hey, they're going to win. They're going to win because if they don't, uh, I'm going onto the field and burning it to the ground. If I'm going gonna... to make a prediction that if the Red Bulls don't win, that Truman's going to turn to the Pat next week. Yeah. Yeah, it's finally going to happen. I'm going to turn. Uh, come on. There's, there's absolutely no excuse. You, hey, you just showed that you can score three goals, right? Yeah. So you would think after this happening, uh, after Toronto played all their guys – uh, last night because they clearly wanted to win uh, the super duper happy fun time cup. Um, the Red Bulls are coming in fresh. I can't, I can't see them dropping, giving up three goals, three games in a row, right? Mm-hmm. Against a, a, a short rested team. Uh, yeah. I would hope they've also learned their lesson because this game's also at home where they don't give up three goals. Uh, I'm going to say this is a two nothing win for the Red Bulls. I, I think the you absolutely have this is must must win as pretty much every game it is at this point if you want to actually compete uh, for the supporter shield. I I very I, I mean I do like their chances again. They're home. They just rarely lose at home. Um, and maybe maybe the, the three goals given up DC was the wake up call they needed. We'll see. Uh, I'm saying win because you know for the same exact reasons, but I'm going with two one because. Honestly, this team seems, seems right now incapable of winning the game by more than a goal. <laughs> so I'm going to stick with one goal victories until they prove otherwise. So I'm just I'm saying two one. I I'm not even. I was going to say something. I'm not going to jinx it. So I'm just going to leave it two one and say and and there. Uh, I guess I'm at that point in the season. I had to pull the Truman catch up method. Method. So uh, get crazy. Yeah, get a little crazy. <laughs> I mean, technically, go, I do too. But I'm going to go with a three-one win. Uh, I think they, you know, I do think they give up a goal. Uh, but let's, yeah, Toronto's trash. They've been trash all season. Uh, they did rest a couple of their got their star players. I mean, that's when I turned the game off when I realized they. They claimed they wanted the win, but when they were down one nothing, they already subbed out Giovinco and Josie Altico by the 60th minute. So I don't know if they actually wanted to win the Campeonat Cup. Mm-hmm. So uh, they just wanted to not embarrass themselves. But yeah, so uh, I'm going to go with the three one win. Uh, hopefully, Rebels come back with fire in their bellies and uh, they take it to uh, shitty TFC. 
One can only hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, New York Red Bulls 2, speaking of draws, they also had a 3-3 draw last week against Toronto C2. When we talked, uh, they were in the middle of their game, it was 2-2. I think it was 3-3 at whatever point it was. But anyway, 3-3 draw at the end. It. Uh, this Saturday, 22nd, they're hosting, or they're at the Charlotte Independence, uh, 7 p.m. I don't think Charlotte got hit by the storm, so it seems like that's going to still go out, or that game's still going to happen. Um, that just brings us to dumping ground. Anything yeah. you guys want to talk about? Yeah, there was some, uh, Red Bull on Red Bull, uh, fighting going on today. Uh-oh. Yeah. Some, uh, Salzburg versus, uh, Leipzig. Uh, Europa, whatever they call that tournament now. I, you notice I'm not bringing this up. No, I'm bringing it up. I'm bringing it up because uh, the big boy Salzburg beat uh, Team Jesse in Team Jesseville. 3-2. Which, by the way, over the weekend, Ragnik was on the sidelines. So I have no idea what the hell's going on there anymore. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the battle of the same jersey. I, I, It was clearly, I guess it was not on uh, TV. Um, I mean, Europa League. Yeah, but I mean, usually you would see stuff somewhere. Well, Fox doesn't have it this year, right? No. So that's probably part of it. Because it's what I think it's BN Sports has it or something like that. I, I guess. And can I bring something else too? The fucking TNT is showing the Champions League. Oh, that's right. It's TNT. TNT. It's TNT. It's TNT. It's the Turner Broadcast stuff is has it. That's right. I thought it was that was Turner Broadcast has it this year. Good grief. I mean, how silly when you get, and someone mentioned, and maybe I wasn't paying attention when watching the Liverpool game, or maybe he wasn't calling them. Steve Nash was in the commentary booth. He, he was. Yes. He's done soccer stuff before. He has. Uh, I mean, he is part owner of Vancouver, right? Yes. I think he's part of, I think he's part owner of the, uh, Whitecaps. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So I, I know I know I've seen him on TV before, uh, but I don't know remember in what capacity. And didn't we have uh, someone from his foundation on our show a long time ago? Yeah, and I don't think they knew what they were getting themselves into. <laughs> we, had, we had two people on at the same time, and that was that was, I think that was the first time we did a dual interview, and that That's was right. Wouldn't it be the last time. Would one of the last times It'd be like the second to last time. <laughs> so. Yeah, Nash co-owns the Whitecaps. Yeah. He he became an owner when they were part of USL One. There you go. Shows how much I care about the Canucks. And apparently, in 2013, Nash was at a training session with Inter Milan at the Red Bulls facilities. Goes to show how much I pay attention to. Uh, I don't know practice, fun practice, fun times, happy practice. Yeah. Oh man, it'd be great to see watch the uh, to see if uh, Vancouver people, if the Whitecaps ever make the MLS Cup final and lose, see if uh, Vancouver people still burn down their city for soccer. We can only hope. We can only hope they still riot. Yeah. It, so Vancouver is pretty much if we make the finals, we riot, right? Like it doesn't matter if we win or they don't. Right. Yes. Finals, riot. Yes. Well, I just remember when they. I just remember the images of their fans beating the shit out of each other when the uh, Rangers beat them in '94. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, obviously, the one a few years ago where they burned down the city because they lost. Listen, Montreal's not much better. They they rioted after Axel Rose decided to uh, cancel the Guns N' Roses pros- the Guns N' Roses show after mm-hmm. James Hetfield set himself on fire accidentally when Metallica played. So, you know. 
Canada, they're real friendly until things go wrong, and then they just destroy everything. <laughs> then they riot. They go, like, way over the edge. We're super friendly. Hey, by the way, this can't happen for you. Fucking burn it down! <laughs> you think they all just run out in the streets and go, burn it down! And they start stomping. Yeah. Oh, God, WWE is so lame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else with dumping ground? That was that was it for me, I believe. Pat, you got anything? Uh, oh, wait. I, uh, oh I, I, Pat, do you have something? I've got one more thing. No, go for it. Uh, the, the union has a mascot that's a snake with arms and legs. What the fuck? When did that happen? Uh, it happened a few weeks ago, and I forgot to bring it up. It popped out of an egg oh, at one of their museums down there. No, this is a thing. This is a thing. It has a name. Uh, if you want to look it up right now, it, it, this is real. Uh, it's a uh, it's a snake with arms and legs, which means it's a fucking lizard. All right, uh, but yeah, that that's a real thing that happened. Uh, I think MLS mascots are silly. I mean, we don't have one, so well, we have unofficial mascots that wear dumb Viking heads. But what do I know? Uh, but yeah, you used no. to have a guy oh, dressed like a I rebel. Like, I like I, I like this headline for the Washington Post: Philadelphia's MLS team introduces new mascot. An alleged snake with <laughs> alleged snake <laughs> with legs and a mohawk. Yeah, and a mohawk. All right, Jesus Christ, this is I, a thing. It would be funny if they just like put some fucking poor bastard intern into like something Ex- that didn't have arms and legs and just have to like wither around on the field. Except it, it looks like a cross between a snake and a dinosaur. Yeah, it, you know what? You know what this reminds me of. It reminds me of a shitty knockoff costume from the TV show Dinosaurs. <laughs> Not the mama. Yeah. Speaking of dinosaurs, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was stupid. <laughs> and it didn't get interesting until the last three minutes. I should probably watch Jurassic King or Jurassic World. I haven't even watched it yet. First one was enjoyable. <laughs> Alright, so now that's all I have that's all I got. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have nothing else. I work now, so I can't, like, you know, spend my days consuming information. Uh, so, real quick, the Jets' offensive line sucks this game so far. <laughs> they fixed that by the end of it. Um, not soccer-related, but probably should real quick. Uh, I'm pretty sure we don't have any listeners down in, you know, South North Carolina area, uh, but... If anybody has family down there, make sure they're safe and just, just hope everybody's okay. Damn it, Jay. It's they're fine. A week late. That means their families are dead. You should have warned them a week ago, Jay. Should have warned them a week ago. You should have told them, get out, get through the chopper. Well, I would have, but the police had already started that, so I figured <laughs> I was safe. I'm not having to say it. Get to more choppers. Get to all these choppers. Get to the chopper. Do it. Kill me! What idea? Come on! <laughs> All right. Uh, let's wrap this one up because Truman already did his terrible team of the week. So we can yes, I did. I make sure I remembered because I have it in big yellow. Yep. Big yellow highlighting. So, uh, wrap this one up. Patreon.com slash Rebel Rant. One bucks a month. All you need to, uh, listen to, uh, stuff early like our weekly, or sorry, monthly wrap ups. And uh, I will be going, I think I just mentioned this, kind of, I will be going to the game in San Jose. 
So I will probably do something, even if it's by myself, I will do something from there uh, for the patrons. Uh, if you want to email us during the week, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash redbullrant. On Twitter, at redbullrant for the show. At Dr. Stooge for myself. At pmacd 82 for Pat. At the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Yeah, Red Bulls, you sons of bitches. I feel like I've been waiting like three months for another home game. So don't fuck it up and win. Yeah, get out there and win, you bitches. <laughs> and BWP, you're old. You can't score anymore. <laughs> All right, so for Pat, Truman, and myself, this has been episode number 282 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out. This game sucks. Nights.